Everyone, welcome back to episode 16 of the Who Actually Knows podcast. Today I'm coming from you live, with you live, I don't know how to say that, on the floor of my two-bedroom apartment with my dearest friend from New York, drumroll please, not going to do it, Akshay. Hey everyone, excited <laughs> to be here. I'm so happy to have him here, you guys, what, like you guys know I rave about my friends Akshay is visiting from Thursday to Monday, and this is Friday. So we're sitting here with Margs, and we're gonna we're gonna break things down because, as you guys, I hope you all know, it's Pride Month, Whoa. and <laughs> and the crowd goes wild. <laughs> um, but Akshay is one of my my dearest friends. We met in college through our business fraternity. He kicks ass in life as a friend, as a brother, as honestly, you just have an amazing personality. So I'll hype you up, but now that's it. Okay. That's awesome. (laughs) I'm just cool too. Yeah. I'm like fine. (laughs) Anyway, so we're going to talk about New York. We're going to talk about dating in New York. We're going to get into it all. This is for Pride Month. So happy Pride Month, everyone. Um, I normally start off with um, asking the guest what they're looking forward to what's going on in their life but if you guys listened to um, a prior episode I was talking about how one of my friends always asks me what my list of favorites were from that month and that friend is Aksha he'll text it to me we'll do like 10 things say what we anything that we liked it doesn't have it could be food it could be a taste it could be a color it could be anything um so I'm asking you live Akshay, can you please give us your May faves Of course. So this is actually something that I started with uh, my sister and one of my cousins uh, where every single month we, you know, ask each other what we really liked about the prior month. And it could be anything. It could be a product. It could be an experience. It could just be like, you know, a food that you've been really into. Um, So I think for May, a few things jump out. I think one, I moved apartment. So the new apartment is definitely like a favorite so far. Um, and it was great moving and I think, you know, definitely necessary. Uh, our old place was, was really tiny. Um, I've really been loving the warmer weather, um, loving like Mediterranean food. That's another really big one. Um, sunscreen, the super goop every day, uh, SPF 50 or the beauty of Jose on SPF 50, um, has also been a favorite as we move into summer. Those are just the highlights, but if you want the full one, I'll, I'll send you the list. Yeah, the list is always so good. And I I talked about it on the podcast too, like it changes month to month. Changes you know, like, month to month. I feel like around the holidays, I'm way more like, oh, like my faves were like being with my family, drinking a glass totally. of wine, this wine. And like now we're, you know, getting into summer and it's going to be like a different list of faves. Absolutely. No, I'm excited for the summer faves. I, you know, we're working on what the drink of the summer is going to be. I think. Oh, do uh, we have options? There's definitely options. I think so. A dirty Shirley was a contender. No, but I, I think, <laughs> I think, I think it's out of the running. Like it was a little Thank tough. God, martinis, a gin martini with the twist. That was always a contender. That's Still, actually that's a good one. It's like it feels a little bit more summery. Yeah. Um, a Hugo spritz, which is with like elderflower. Um, I think like an Aperol spritz, but with Saint Germain elderflower instead. That's also on the list. I don't know. We're feeling it out this month. We're gonna get a drink of the summer there. Yeah, we are. My, uh, I made, I made a smarts before this because we wanted to, you know, feel a little something on this podcast. 
And it was a fine recipe, but I don't think, I think Marg's are kind of overdone for a summer drink. Mine, I also made mine so, so spicy. I don't know how I'm going <laughs> to record a podcast with my lips burning. Maybe mojitos. Mojitos. I'm not like the biggest fan of mojitos. Okay. We'll work on it. We'll figure, we'll, we'll figure, we'll figure it out. out. We'll update you Maybe guys. that'll be like an assignment for the weekend. Perfect. Yeah, yeah, actually, we'll figure it out this weekend. Yeah. Um, okay, so I told you guys Akshay is from New York. He has the craziest moving stories from New York. So if you're thinking of moving to a new city, Akshay definitely has advice on like the craziest experiences because you moved to New York. We graduated in 2021. You moved to New York. Was it July? July, Of yeah. 2021. But you had the idea that you weren't staying. Yeah. Because you were going to Seattle. So originally I was supposed to be moving to Seattle. And uh, so me and one of my best friends from abroad, Bella, shout out Bella, um, our plan was, you know, we had a few months before we started work. Let's just take a trip together. Originally our idea was let's go like work a bartending job in Berlin for a little bit. Um couldn't go. It was still kind of late COVID. Couldn't really like go to EU that easily. Um, There's a lot of restrictions. So we were like, okay, let's just go to New York. And I was supposed to be moving to Seattle after like eight weeks. And she was supposed to be moving to DC. Neither of us ended up moving. Um, We both kind of shifted around our jobs and our lives. And, you know, we really loved our eight weeks there. So we just decided to stay. Um, and yeah, the rest is history. It, uh, you know, ha- lived in a f- bunch of different apartments. I think. Where did, where did you start? Like, what are the so, you so we in started in Bushwick, um, and then we moved from Bushwick to the East Village, um, and that's when uh, my current roommate and I moved in together. Shout out Elias, and uh, then from there we moved to like Port Authority, Chelsea, Hell's Kitchen, somewhere in that kind of range, and that was a crazy apartment. Um, and then (laughs) from there moved to uh, a place in the East Village, was there for about a year and a half, uh, and then most recently moved to Williamsburg. So have been all over the place, lived in some really crazy apartments, um, have some like newer horror stories to tell for sure. (laughs) One with the rats for sure. So if someone asks you why like you choose to stay in New York, what is your why New York answer? Yeah. So, you know, I think... Post-grad, you know, you have all of these opportunities that are given to you. And, uh, you know, you really have this choice to make of, like, who do I want to be as an adult? What are the experiences that I want to have? I think for me, um, from Illinois, grew up around Chicago, uh, go home to Chicago. So it felt really close to home um, for me. And I kind of wanted to, like, push myself a little bit. And I was definitely between, you know, do I move to California? Do I move to New York? Uh, You know, these are both great options and opportunities. And it was really, you know, it started as a short-term thing. I thought I was just going to be there for eight weeks. I knew people there. I was like, okay, let's just do this for a couple weeks and see how it is, and ended up staying. And I think that was really because it became apparent, like, a few weeks in that I just had, like, a great group of friends. Um, And I was just, like, surrounded by people that I really felt like I wanted to live by. Mm -hmm. Um, And I felt like that, that was just, you know, what ended up keeping me in New York and and why I still live there is honestly just because of like the community that I've been able to build out there so far. Oh, yeah. And I I think the group of friends like and community, you are who you you surround yourself with. I think by choosing not to stay in Chicago, like you also grew as a person, especially post-grad. I think that's like the most important thing. Totally. And you have such a good group of friends. How did you go about meeting them in New York? Yeah. So I think... It's like a scary thing. And I honestly think I would be less good at it now than I was a few years ago. 
Um, I think it, you know, one is just I was really excited to be like starting this phase in my life and also moving apartments constantly. There was like this constant, you know, chaos. But, um, you know, I got really lucky that I had a few friends out there that I already knew, got introduced to like them, friends of friends, met people over the internet and got in like started to talk to them and interact with them and like slowly figured it out. I have this, I have a lot of theories. Uh, but one of my theories about New York is New York is made, and honestly, this probably goes for any city, but New York has 30 archetypes of people. There's like 30, there's really 30 different characters. And in the first six months, you have to figure out which character you're going to be. Um, and so, you know, I think that six months. Wait, what are some like, of these characters? So there's definitely like the from the New York suburbs character, like from Westchester, from okay. Long Island. That's definitely one. And then I feel like from Jersey is a whole different character. Um, there's like born and raised in New York, like native New Yorker. Um, and there's those separate out, whether you're from Manhattan or from Brooklyn or from Queens or the Bronx, definitely like different personalities. There's the transplants, which I definitely fall into. I'm a transplant in California. Absolutely. I mean, everyone at a certain point is a transplant. Yeah. Um, and it's a dead giveaway with my Chicago accent. No, here. the accent's bad. I think this podcast, everyone's going to be like screeching in their Someone ears. Someone came yeah. up to me and they're like, can you stop faking the accent? I was like, it's really strong. No, it's actually so real. Like, <laughs> I actually can't stop. Like, I apologize for how annoying um, it is. And there's so many like Chicago foods and ideas that I've just uh, had a bit of culture shock with. The first time I really wanted uh, Jardinera and I asked my friends if they had Jardinera at their apartment. My friend texts me. He goes, did you just say Giardia? Like the river disease? <laughs> and I was like, do you not know what this is? And he's like, I've never heard of it before in my life. And I was like, okay, I got to like Google this and figure out that it's a Chicago thing. Wait, one thing that you should do with your friends, which would be fun, is to have like a Chicago food tasting. Because you can get like totally. loosed, like shipped to you. Delivered, yeah. I did that smuggle so a bottle fun. of Malort back to New York because. Oh my God. Scary. But we have to describe Malort. It's like for the, people who aren't from Chicago. If you're not from Chicago or like Northern Illinois, uh, Malort is like the water at the bottom of a trash can. That's what I describe it as. Mixed <laughs> with rubbing alcohol, nail polish remover. Yeah, it's horrible. <laughs> like I was listening to Call Her Daddy today, and she was in Chicago for the John Mayer concert, and her and her um, best friend went out and they blogged it and did a podcast. And she did a Malort shot, and her friend oh was God. like, I had to time it out perfectly to where she was like, she has to be drunk, but she can't be so drunk that she's going to throw it up right after. Yeah, exactly. Because it's either it's either one or the other. You're it's either going to hate other. it or you're it's coming up. Yeah. No, that's exactly what it is. I mean, no one actually likes Malort. If you um, do, you're crazy. But the shipping to just get Malort shipped to New York was like $70. This is like a $20 bottle of alcohol. Like... Um, it was $70. It shouldn't even be $20. And so, no, it should be free. Honestly, they should pay you. And um, so I, I flew Southwest one time, two free check bags, and, like, put it in my check bag. And now whenever someone isn't from Northern Illinois or, like, the Great Lakes and, and doesn't know what Malort is, I, like, make them take a shot of it in our apartment. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's so funny. You got to do it for the culture. You got you to gotta do a lot of things for the culture and Absolutely. a lot of things for the bit. For the bit. Like, I love a bit. I love a storyline, so. <laughs> everyone, everyone loves a bit, especially um, getting into summer. We'll talk about a little bit of a bit. <laughs> um, but I still want to say on, like, the Friends topic totally. and, like, why you love New York because you, you, I mean, I think naturally people who move away, they create their own friend group. They're going to gain this new sense of confidence. They're going to grow. You're going to 
I mean, even you don't even have to like move away from anywhere. You're going to grow post-grad no matter if you want to or not because it's such a different new transitional phase of your life. So two years for us now looking Mm -hmm. back, what are some ways that you think you've changed as a person? Wow, that's a really good question. It's Um, hard. I thought about it for myself. It's hard. You know, I think I'm a lot more patient. And that's something that I actually, you know, really am happy that I grew in that way. I think I'm a lot more patient. I think I'm a lot more understanding. I think I let things roll off a little bit more, um, which is great. And and I think I am way better at setting boundaries about like, okay, you know, you have such a limited time, I think, post-grad, and all of a sudden you don't have these obligations to be around a ton of different people or to see people that, you know, you might really like, but, you know, you really don't have that much in common with. And I think post-grad you you kind of learn how to be a little bit selfish with your time and be like okay how do I want to spend this who are the people that I want to spend this with Mm -hmm. um you know what are the things that I want to be doing because you kind of learn that your your time is precious for sure oh yeah I mean like literally amen to that (laughs) that's kind of similar to what I was going to say almost about myself is learning the power of my nose like that was really big like they are powerful so yeses but like protect Protect your peace, protect your power. Yeah. And you um, can say no in like like a nice way. Like it doesn't oh have God. to be a hard no. It's you can not just... like no fuck off. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, like, oh, you want to go out and I don't like screw you. Yeah. It's just like, hey, you know what? Not tonight. Yeah. Just not tonight. Like I need to focus on myself. Yeah. For sure. Just not for me. Um, So going back into making your friends, obviously we kind of talked about it before you came on the podcast. Yeah. Brainstorming ideas of what we wanted to speak on. And one of the things was constantly having to come out. Totally. And in social settings with your friends, new people, but also in the workplace. Mm-hmm. And I, so I guess it's a two-party question. Like, how has that played a role in your life coming out socially and then also in the workplace? Like, what do those conversations look like? Totally. So I think socially... I've just, like, stopped coming out. Like, I think people can figure it out, right? And I think the people that I'm generally exposed to can, like, put two and two together. Um, And there's usually, like, some sort of a comment, right? Like, I'm with my close friends. Something of the subject is going to come up where, you know, if someone's new or I just met them, like, they can can put two and two together um, with that. And I think, you know, in, in a lot of major cities, it's just so common. And, you know, everyone has kind of a mixed bag of, of friends that... Um, it's really not that much of a conversation. I think professionally, it's interesting because, you know, you kind of figure out that other people know, but they definitely aren't going to, like, ask you outright. Um, and I kind of play this, like, you know, I don't feel the need to come out. Just, like, they don't feel the need to, like, come out to me that they're straight, right? And so I I am just, like, honest in, in myself, and I kind of figure out that, you know, People, people are smart enough to put two and two together, but mm-hmm. it's not necessarily my responsibility to, like, do the heavy lifting. And nor is it a relevant topic in the workplace. Yeah. Yeah. For me, day to day. Yeah, I was going to – that was one of, like, my questions to Akshay before we started recording this pod was, like, when you come out, like, does that almost feel weird? Because no one's coming out as, like, I would never be, like, oh, yeah, like, I'm straight. Yeah. But I guess, like, I don't know, maybe the whole, like, coming out thing isn't as much of a thing anymore as much as just, like, let's just all accept it. We put two and two together. We do. Totally. We don't. Great. Still love hanging out with you. Like, I don't think you have – I don't think coming out is is as much of a thing, honestly, now that I think about it anymore. Yeah. I feel like – It's like 
I also do LGBTQ recruiting mm-hmm. for my company. And so, like, if anyone, you know, reads an email that I send or, or you know, gets the updates from, like, our recruiting experiences, like, they'll, they'll figure it out, right? Yeah. Two <laughs> plus two yeah. equals four, everyone. Um, and I think most people, you know, the way the way that a lot of people do it in the workplace and friends and stuff is, you know, they'll, they'll work in a conversation, oh, me and my boyfriend did this, um, or me and, you know, my partner did this, and keep it vague, or, um, but the thing is, when you're single, you're like, I'm not really talking about anyone else, so. <laughs> my future partner and I may yeah, do this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. My future partner that's a guy and I, so. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever had anyone, like, be rude to you about, like, being gay? Oh, totally. Like, I think across the board, you, um... I mean, there's, like, the microaggressions, um, but then there's also just, like, people who just get really weird about it or get, like, really uncomfortable about it um, or ask inappropriate questions or something. And I think uh, I have developed a good, like, talk track on how to, like, work around those things, but it's also just, like, so telling. Like, uh, when when someone says that to you, I'm like, okay, have you ever met anyone that's gay before? Like, there's kind of a lot of us, so mm-hmm. <laughs> it shouldn't be, like, that big of a deal. Yeah, it's, like, a reflection of character. Absolutely. And, like, life experiences. Yeah. Like- and, and, you know, I actually, I think about this, um, especially, like, with girlfriends and, like, my female friends is uh, when guys talk to them and find out that, like, one of their best friends is gay or something, I, that's been, like, a topic of conversation. One of my roommate, um, she was out like on a trip somewhere and was talking to some guy and uh he was like oh you know you live in new york who do you live with do you live with these girls and she's like oh no like i live with a guy and he was like oh you live with guys she's like yeah he's gay and he was like uh oh are you sure he's gay or like as though i was living with her to like get close to her or something like that um and you know i'm lucky enough to surround myself with like good people that shut that down quickly right but there's definitely like stories and stuff like that um where i also think it's like a good reflection of like okay do you really want to be around that person that is like so questionable so questionable yeah it's like i'm literally looking at you so confused because it's like I just hate that that's the first thing that comes to people's minds. Yeah, you know? right? Like, it's like, can we get with the program and move so on crazy. and carry about things that, like, actually, like, yeah. matter than a stupid question like that? Absolutely. Oh, my God. Like, he, sh- he should have been like, oh, is it, like, so much fun? Like, what's his personality like? Yeah, like, totally. How's living with him? Like, a normal question you would ask, but yeah. you know what? To each, to each their own. Yeah, and you got to let it. I think for me, I, you know, I've learned to just kind of let some of these things roll off of me because – if you're if people are going to be that ignorant or just not going to know one i don't think it's my responsibility to educate them and two like i can't let it bother me you got to protect your peace oh my god absolutely yeah absolutely okay you guys for the fun part why we made margs before this (laughs) podcast part (laughs) and we literally were doing five second chugs together to make sure we we drank them while we were getting ready um i don't know if i mentioned this but akshay is single in new york running around and i just want to pick his brain about being single in new york and his type and his dating stories and i hope you guys all enjoy it find entertainment Take tips and tricks away because he definitely knows how to do a first date. <laughs> so, Akshay, let's get right into it. Let's do it. So, 
you're single. Are we using dating apps? Which ones? Yeah. So dating apps for sure. I think the two main ones are Hinge and Raya. And I think Hinge has its like boots on everyone's neck. Like especially in major cities. If you're single in a major city, Hinge is really the one that everyone's on. Um, And then Raya as well. But I actually think Hinge is better. And then how often are you like going on and updating or I don't really, I actually don't know about Raya. I'm, I'm like, how much are you swiping? Do you swipe on Raya? You, yeah, it's like a similar concept. Just as, everyone's as the swiping on all the apps. Yeah, you're all the apps swiping. are swiping. They're okay. all swiping. You're like liking people. Swipe right? or no swiping. Um, I don't know. So I, I feel like I take breaks. So okay. are we on a break right now in LA? No. Oh yeah, in LA we're on a break. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're Back on a break in New York, in we're not. In New York, we're not. But um, so when I travel, I usually don't change dating apps or anything because. I'm only there for like a couple days. So, uh, usually, and usually if I'm on a trip, like I'm there for a purpose, right? Yeah. And you're here for quality time. I'm here for me. quality time, guys. I came here to like see Emma and her new life in LA. Like I'm here for quality time for sure. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Hinge and Raya, I feel like I take good breaks. So I'll do like a week off when I just feel like it's getting to be too much or I'll just delete my account sometimes. Um, just cause like, I don't know, I feel like social media and hinge and like, it can really get to you sometimes. And so you got to take breaks, you got to like know your boundaries. And I feel like you get really good at, at kind of reading people off of their profiles. Yeah. So let's say you like swiped with a guy on hinge and you're going on a first date. Can you paint the picture for us of your first date in New York? What are you doing? Where are you going? drinks dinner how many drinks yeah. like i know you have all the de- time because <laughs> we talked about this a little bit before yeah so. we, we actually were drinking wine last night and we asked him all the questions so we got some deets so so i i'm all for a weekday date i uh, a week like first date we're talking specifically i think weekends i'm i'm there to see my friends right like everyone has such a busy schedule the weekends friday saturday sunday reserve for the friends um, I think during the week, a drinks is usually what I go for because it's quick. Um, it's convenient for like a weekday. And you know what? Like a first date could go any which way. A dinner doesn't really have like an out, but drinks have an out where if it's not going well after like one drink, you can be like, hey, like I gotta go. Like, and I got you always to said do. you have planned outs. Oh, yeah. I always so, and what are outs. some? Like, I have to pick up something for a friend. I have to pick up something from a friend. Oh, I have, like, an early morning tomorrow. Sometimes I do have early mornings, and that's not a lie. But um, usually, you know, there's kind of a nicer way of just kind of ending the situation. Yeah. And I will say, though, I don't like drinking during the week. Um, and going to drinks, like, you can't not drink. Like, mm-hmm. I can't just, like, get a, a Diet Coke or something. So... Sometimes I'm like, okay, I got to take a break from this or I'll be like, let's go to the park instead uh, just because I don't want to be drinking during the week always. Yeah, I don't drink that much during the week either. Like, honestly, I am kind of like on a reset from the weekend. I feel like Monday through Wednesday for sure. Absolutely. Like, that's just what it is right now. Um, I got me really into my sleep, quality of sleep and like sleep health. Um, And when I drink during the week, it definitely decreases. So. Oh, yeah. Um, Okay. So your outs though. I think also they're, they're like ifs because if it's going amazing, you don't have totally them. like I don't I can kind of like you you would what would you do if that. it was an amazing first date right like if it's going really really well then you know we'll do a couple of drinks and I just tell them like I can be late tomorrow morning like yeah it it's I'll fine suck it up right I'll suck it up I'll I'll sleep only a couple hours it'll be okay like I'll survive and what spots are your go tos in New York for first dates so I am if I'm the one recommending the spot then. 
I definitely try to do like a radius around, like walking distance from my place. Um, but if, you know, if they live in like a really different neighborhood or something like that, then I'll usually try to pick something in between that's convenient for both of us. Um, I do think that, and I think in New York, it's, it's funny that people always talk about long distance relationships within New York because it's so big that if someone lives on like, uh, north of Central Park in Harlem or, you know, the Upper East or Upper West Side, as opposed to if you live in like Bushwick, that's so far away. It takes like an hour plus to get there. That's a long distance relationship. Like (laughs) that is really long. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, so do you... How can you tell, like, when you're on a date? Can you tell within the first five minutes? Absolutely. Within the first five minutes, I think I, like, have a good read. I was talking about this, so I just met up with, like, a new like a new friend date. We went yeah. on a walk, and we were talking about, because she's newly single, and she was like, I feel like there should be an app where it's called Five Minutes, and, like, it's a rule. Like, if you totally. go on a first date, you guys have five minutes to decide if it's, like, kind of worth your time or not. There's, um, if anyone... Uh, listening has watched How I Met Your Mother. They say the concept is called a lemon law. <laughs> In the first five minutes, if it's going bad, you can lemon law them and just head out. But <laughs> oh my god, I have never heard of that. Damn, so my idea is not as original. <laughs> but I agree. But you In can. The first it's five minutes, easy. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I obviously have a boyfriend, but when I go and meet anyone new. Like, you can tell in the first five minutes if they are only talking about themselves, if they're not engaged, if it's, like, so surface level. Only talking about yourself is, like, a big thing. Um, Like, if I have to carry a conversation and you're not asking me questions back or, like, the conversation isn't flowing and I'm feeling like I really am, you know, forcing the conversation and, like, leading it, then usually I, you know, I can't do it from there. (laughs) Oh, when I was going on dates in Chicago before um, David and I, like, reconnected after we broke up. I remember being on a date and just, like, asking questions about them, literally just, like, to pass the time because they were so good at talking about themselves. Yeah. People are good at talking about themselves, but not about other people. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, so I just had to keep it going. Um, Do you have any horror stories? You know, I've been lucky enough. I don't have too many dating horror stories because I feel like I can, you know, tell beforehand, like, what's going to go down. Um, I feel like people's... I, I love when people either have no social media um, because I respect that. And I think, you know, social media is kind of tough to mm-hmm. always be on. And if they're just like removed from it, I'm always like power to you. Um, but if they have social media, you can kind of like read the vibe from there. Yeah. Um, and like figure it out. I think. Yeah. I, literally. I mean, when I stalk everyone's yeah, social oh, media absolutely. these days. Uh, okay. Red flags. Okay. So my number one red flag is who your friends are. And I mean, this is like the theme of this podcast, but I rave about my friends constantly. I think one of my hinge prompts is literally like, what's something you won't shut up about? And mine is how wonderful my friends are. And that includes you, Emma, of course. Yes. Um, (laughs) But that's like my my biggest thing is like, okay, who are your friends? And um, also, we were talking about this last day, but, uh, you know, do you have diversity of friendship, right? Are all of your friends exactly like you? Do they look exactly like you? Are they, you know from a different experience and I think if someone has like a diverse set of friends and you know that's diverse in so many different ways that could be like racially that could be background that could be socioeconomically that could be you know whether they're queer or not um there's you know many different ways but if you know you have friends kind of across all those dimensions and you've made an effort to you know 
be friends with people and know people that are different from yourself, I'm always like, okay, like you kind of pass the test. Like mm-hmm. I like I'm cool with you. We'll definitely get along well. Um, versus you know if someone's friends are exactly you know they all look the same, they all are exactly the same, they're all from the same background. I'm like you know we might have a hard time getting along if if you know you haven't shown flexibility in, in the way that you make friends in the past. So um, and that's always you know in the context of who they are and the opportunities that they've had and, you know, when they went to school and, you know, where they were brought up for sure. Um, but, you know, if I'm dating in New York and you live in New York, uh, you have the access to make friends that are different from yourself for sure. Oh my God. There's so many people in yeah, New York. There's too many people. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why it's so expensive because they're trying to make people not move there. Yeah. Literally guys like New York is really that expensive. I feel like I'm hemorrhaging money on a daily basis. Like I have an open wound of dollar bills. Oh yeah. Like when I, so in October I visited Akshay and I stayed with him. It was around Halloween. And then I stayed with another friend too. And I was there Sunday to Sunday as a visitor, Sunday to Sunday, you literally look at your bank account and you're like, what the actual hell? Like is New what York happened? On? No, it's scary, actually. It is. It is so scary. And then you said, it's like, when we went out for Halloween, we went out and we bought tickets for this event that we walked in. <laughs> and I didn't know that um, Elias and Akshay kind of like talked about it a little bit. But we walked in. It was like frat central, like copy was, and paste. It was crowded. It was like frat central. It was deaf. Everyone was straight. There was like. Everyone was straight and looked exactly the same. And I was like, we got to go. And like, then we walked out. We lasted maybe two minutes. I think yeah. one of us went to the restroom and we're like, let's call an Uber. Yeah. And then we went to the gay bars in Brooklyn. Yeah. We went, we went out to the gay bars in Brooklyn. And my had, bank like, account had time. like the most random names on they it. They always have the craziest names. And I was like, like <laughs> oh, that was for the gay juice. Yeah. <laughs> There's this drink um, that uh, my roommate Elias and I are obsessed with called gay juice that we get at this one bar uh, in Brooklyn and we don't really know what's in it but it always like it makes tastes like juice night. but it makes you just I think it's jungle loose. it is like essentially jungle juice like what jungle juice yeah. is when you're like a freshman in college but it's fun to be doing it when you're like in your mid-20s yeah I love visiting New York you said last night too or I don't know on this trip at some point that you're, though you were like your visits to New York are always so amazing. Oh, absolutely. You know, like everyone's going to love their visit, but to live there does take a certain breed. Totally. I think like living there is a totally different experience than visiting. And also like whenever someone visits, you know, I'm, I'm going to show out. I'm going to like take them out. Yeah. I like want them to have a good experience. And there's always something chaotic going on, but it's like a fun experience. Your life in, is always just chaotic. It's so chaotic. Like, I love I, your updates. I, um, I was talking to my parents the other day, actually. And I was like, every single day I wake up and I know no peace in my life. Like, there's always something crazy that happens. But last night, guys, we had an amazing sleep score on our aura rings. We have peace a little bit. Yeah, like, uh, Emma always talks to me about how horrible my sleep is. It's and so bad. We both have aura rings and uh, that she influenced me into. So thanks, Emma, for that <laughs> one. But And we always talk about how I have, like, the worst sleep scores ever. But last night, I actually got one of the best sleep scores of all time. Yep, and that is because she we came <laughs> home. We came home, and he was like getting ready for like the night, and I was in REM, <laughs> like in the first five minutes, like already <laughs> asleep. Literally, I love it. Okay, so last thing I want to ask you is if you could give yourself dating advice from now to two years before, what would it be? Oh, uh, I think it would be. You know, I think we have a lot of preconceived notions about, you know, who we're going to end up with and, you know, the kind of person that we're going to end up with. And I think one is 
you know, people are are really going to put on a face to you and sort of really figure out, you know, who they are in the context of their life and who they are in the interests. And um, I think that's one thing. And two, to like be a little bit more flexible. And, and that's something that I'm, you know, constantly working on is trying to be a little less rigid and be a little bit more flexible and understanding of, you know, who people are and where they come from and what their background is uh, in general. But also like, I'm not the best person to be giving advice, obviously. So, um, I, I think you are, though. I think you've had so many good experiences. <laughs> I mean, literally just like you saying, like, you want to be understanding of everyone, accepting of everyone. Yeah. You know, it's just like, start with kindness, people. If yeah, could totally. Just start there and see where it takes you. Um, Akshay, I want to thank you for coming on the podcast. Thanks for Doing this me. podcast is one of my favorite things, and I love having some of my favorite people on it. No, I'm so happy that I got to be on this podcast, and... Uh, I hope everyone that's listening just kind of got like a conversation that, you know, we got to have as friends. Yeah. And it was so nice. And we actually have to catch Ubers to dinner and going out. (laughs) So (laughs) talk soon. Talk next week. Bye, guys.